Everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Radlin. Hey V. Hi, C. How's it going? Pretty nice. How We're uh you? I'm good. I'm good. It's warm here. It is today. Warm. Yeah. Um, and it's only going to get warmer, baby. That's right. Uh, hey, guys. We're, we're a little tardy with this episode. We yeah, were, because guess what? It's summertime, honey. Yeah. Some, some, summertime. We were both traveling a little bit at opposite times, and so we just couldn't really get it going. Yeah, but now we're tan, and we've got a little hit for you if you've been needing a hit. There you and go. We'll see what happens next. <laughs> so if, if for both of you who've been wondering, hey, what's up with what's Pop up? My Culture? <laughs> uh, we were just, just doing a little bit of traveling and stuff, so summer might be a little hit and miss at times but uh we'll do our best to keep them coming out and what i like to do is always i go through our catalog when i um, miss an episode i just start from the beginning so for all the listeners you can always they're all on the itunes right well look at like radio had had like five years between albums or yes. something so you know eh, we're a little more often than that and we're artistically i mean we're just trying things radio had never did our music doesn't even have music in it. <laughs> well, some would argue that there's nowadays. Um, no, I love you to death, Radiohead. There's nothing wrong with verse, chorus, verse every once in a while. Just putting that out there. Um, all right. Well, we got a great guest today. Um, she's actually a good bud of Vanessa's. I love her. They both did uh, Groundling Sunday Company. That's right. And uh, she's going to be on the she's Mad TV reboot. She's delightful. Yay, Yay. Lewis. That's such right. Such a fan and such a friend. So a tiny bit of housekeeping before we get there. Um, if you like the show, go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Five stars. This show is the best. I don't know what I was doing with my life before I I found this show. I know I can do anything since I found this show. I don't know how you're going to capture the sing-songiness if you do that for your review, but someone please do that word I for word. you could do it with them. Uh, you know, maybe some other characters, the dollar sign and stuff. Right. I don't know if they allow emojis and reviews on I iTunes. Do. I don't think yet, they do. But it's yet. coming, honey. We're not there. Technology's not there yet. <laughs> but a man on the moon can get a, one of those cat cats with the hard eyes to show up. <laughs> One day, if we can get a weird mask with a big nose. Oh, yeah, that one. But we're just not there yet. I uh, love the Del Arte emojis. Isn't it great? Yeah, they got those, but they don't have a pickle yet. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, uh, you can write us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We'll read them. We'll write you back. Guest suggestions welcome. Just say hello. Uh, you know, I was thinking the other day, we've done this will be 200, episode 206. Yeah. There's got to be a handful of people out there that have heard them all. Um, Ooh, and thank you very club. much. Entrance into an elite club. If you're part of that club, uh, uh, send us a hello. Let us know. And maybe let us know a couple of your favorite episodes. And we could all get a tattoo. Well, uh, okay. We could maybe <laughs> give that a shot. Uh, we're also primarily listening or supported. You could support us by going to popmyculturepodcast.com and click the donate button. Every little bit helps. Yep. And we will give you a shout out on a future episode. That's right. And these shout outs, they are truly special. Yep. Yep. As yep. evidenced by today's shout out. 
which is in the style of a, a didgeroo thing you do. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, this lady from Australia is here, and she's going to do some uh, some thanks for us, and uh, um, I'm going to accompany her on the didgeridoo um, because, you know, I'm very well trained on it. Hello. Yeah, hello there. Am I in the right place? You are in the right place. Oh, wow. So this, this is, is so nice. This is who we have to thank here, oh, uh, these okay. three. So I'm going to go ahead. <clears throat> a one, two, three, and, and a pattern my knee, and a one, two, three, pattern my knee. All right, is that your warm-up? That's more of my warm-up. That's good. So All right, let me see if I can get the... Uh, if I can get the didgeridoo going here. That's a hell of a didgeridoo. All right, well, let me see if I can get... Look at the size of that. All right, this one is going out to Casey. Casey, if you were a roo, I'd scoop you up and put you in my marsupial pouch, which is my insides. I am not a kangaroo. Josh, thank you for your generous donations. Josh, Josh, I want to put a skewer through you and not hurt you just to preserve you. I love you, Josh. Thank you for your gifts. Shannon, 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 you sound like you're beautiful. Thank you for your generosity. Oh, look, a wallaby. I gotta go. Well, both of our Australian listeners have just tuned out. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Who we appreciate that? your donation. Uh, you know, our guest suddenly appeared. Oh, my gosh. So I luck. think we can go luck be a lady luck this afternoon. Luck be a lyric. Uh, yeah. Luck be a lyric. <laughs> Welcome, Lyric Lewis. Lyric thank Lewis, you for everybody. having me. Thank oh, you. It's a real pleash. <laughs> a it's pleasure. a total pleash. Total pleash. So oh. thankfully she's sticking around after that. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry you had to see that. That's right. No, I want a that. copy of oh, my own. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll write you your own. It's off my album Didgery Don'ts because <laughs> it's something that should never be done. <laughs> well, let's start with something okay. super important. Yeah, Hiddle Swift. That is Tom Hiddleston, Taylor Swift, the new power couple after uh, it did not work out with her and Calvin Harris. Uh, So now people are speculating that maybe it's a stunt because they're going to do a music video together. Because she's working on an album. Like people are looking at her timing. With Hiddleston. She's doing an album with him? No, no, no. It's just she's due for an album because she puts one out every two years. And it should be September. And he's got some Emmy buzz going on, right? For the night manager, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it would line up to be a good stunt for them and when you look at the pictures it does seem like too perfect all these photo ops but also that's so sad if that's what if that's happening. what you have to do i mean i hope it's not a publicity stunt do you believe i don't know what well, with taylor i feel like you never know with taylor yeah. that's the truth you never know i'm looking forward to the calvin harris song oh yeah it's that gonna be good be i mean i feel like it'll be epic yep <sighs> I can't wait to hear which song, which ones are about him. Which ones about who? I mean, it's a... And Tom is a very nice guy. He's, like, very humble. I've met him. Tell us everything. Randomly. So I used to do um, talent walking for red carpets with this uh, PR company. Tell um, me more about what that walking. means. So basically a PR company will get, like, a sign, a certain number of, like, clients for, like, movies, and they'll hold their tickets, and they handle everything for them. So they're usually, like, big studios will hire them out. So I used to work with one, and so Sony hired her out for 
which was this Iron Man 2. And so I did the carpet for them. So like Loki and everyone is in this. And so I was oh, assigned. Oh, and you are a nerd. And I'm by the nerd. way, I'm listeners. into it. So I was assigned <laughs> to Tom Hiddleston. And I like people, this one girl had a tattoo that just said Loki. And it was like a real tattoo. And she was like, I love you. This man took the time to sign every autograph Aww. that security let him sign on at Hollywood and Highland. And then every photo op, he would turn to me and go, Lyric, that's, um, that's Chris Hemsworth. I don't know if I should take a picture with him. And I was like, you're Loki. He's what, like Thor? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and he's like, is it okay? I, and like, I had to like put him in, but he was like the nicest, sweetest, like very oh. humble. And his like friend that was there with him, I guess Tom has done a lot of theater. And so yeah. he was like, he's like a theater guy. He's not like a big. Well, then I don't think it is. I don't think Hiddle Swift is fake. I don't think it's because, because that of that. Sound like a guy he's that like would be very. Like, mm-mm. His friend was like he isn't into the glitz and glams, and I could tell like on the carpet he was like gave people their op time, and I was like, if this was me, you know, I would be the cup holder in <laughs> Iron Man too, and I'd have been like, excuse me, yes, I'm here. See, I don't think Hiddle Swift is fake. I think they're real couple, but I don't think either of them are real. I think oh, <laughs> that they were made by Jim Henson's Creature Workshop. Yes. And they're just the most advanced puppeteering animatronic things that it's you'll ever working. meet. Yeah, whatever I mean, it is. I mean, and if they were real, those jeans together, just so just tall teeth, and just teeth, teeth. so and many teeth, bones. teeth and teeth, teeth, cheekbones and height. Yep. Yeah, that's a good mix. That's a good mix. Out. <laughs> that's what a giraffe is. That's <laughs> true. Cheekbones. Oh my god, they're giraffes. Oh, they're I giraffes. just put it together. Oh, oh my like, god, they're like unfortunate giraffes. They were both Toys R Us kids. <laughs> it all it's all coming together now. Yeah. Um, well, there's there's talk about him being the next James Bond. Like that's a very real yeah. possibility because in the Night Manager, which I've not yet watched, but I've heard is amazing. Uh, he's very much a Bondish character, and <sighs> Daniel what Craig's basically movie? done. I don't know what it is, but it sounds. Can I give it's you? It's a mini series. Okay. For okay. AMC, oh, it's him oh. and um, uh, what's his face? House. Um, oh. <laughs> um, I don't know why. House. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> you know how. But as soon as you said right. House, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. It's based on like a Jean Lacare book, um, so it's like spies <laughs> and intrigue and stuff. I've um, never even heard of this. No. Yeah, it's, it's heard of it supposed to be great. Heard that mentioned after him a lot, like it's and then it's supposed to be good. But in my mind, it was about a. A sleepy town in the 1800s and a toy maker. And the man that got to watch the, over the shop at night. That's what you the think the night manager is? Yeah. See, I thought I'd be more like a guy that's just working the desk at a Motel 6 from the graveyard shift. The that would manager. be a good miniseries, too, though. Would it? He'd see a lot. <laughs> he would see Especially it. Motel 6. Yeah, yeah he'd see. true. The Embassy Suites, he'd see nothing. But right. Motel 6, you see it all. But at <laughs> Embassy Suites, there's this manager special that's a happy hour that my oh. mom loves. All you would see in the Embassy Suites what? thing is people mad that the pools closed earlier than they thought. That's, that's all it would be. <laughs> it's only 9.30. What the? Mm-hmm. That's all it would be. And that's not a show. But he would be a good Bond, I think. And Daniel Craig is, you know, leaving it because yeah. he basically says he doesn't want to do it anymore because he keeps getting hurt. He does all his own stuff. Oh, stuff. Oh. There was some buzz about a Lady Bond. I would love a, a Lady, Lady Bond. Bond. I don't, that'll never happen. <laughs> 
What it just it just won't. Here's why it will never happen. You're the, a monster. No, but the broccolis that own the whole thing, uh-huh. like they are like the broccolis. Yeah, Albert broccoli. Like they're the people that tr- trust me on this. Wait, the people that made up James Bond are named, are named broccoli. Of course. Well, no, they they're the ones that have like like produced all the films and stuff like it's that. Because Ian Fleming created the character and stuff like that. But it's based on a series of books. And this whole thing, like they're very protective of the brand, so to speak. Because mm. there was a there was a movie where they're going to have Bond snowboard and they wouldn't let him do it. They're like, mm. no, put oh, him on skis because he could ski. Like he wouldn't snowboard. Yeah, he wouldn't. Bond wouldn't snowboard. It's like they're they're that protective over the brand that like when they made Daniel Craig the Bond who had blonde hair, people freaked out. He still doesn't have blonde hair over just that. So oh. I just feel like it's like baby steps with the Bond character. Anything different? Like they won't give it to like Tarantino wants to direct one. They won't let him oh, do God. it. Oh God, it would be blood and guts. Yeah, everywhere. it would be like it would be insanely great, but it would be very different. It'd they want different. a classical director that's just going to do a solid job oh, and not I'd do like, anything too crazy. I'd like Tom, I'm fine with that. Right. So I think it'll. I think it'll. I mean, I've good. only. I feel like I wish I'd seen him in more. Like I feel yeah. like I have, but then I can't call out what. I know. I'm the same way. It's like. Well, well, he's a great Loki. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Like, I think he's very good where I could see it. He plays, a, you know, a good, bad, and he's And he's person. British, I believe. So yeah, he's sort of like, got the accent that, down. Right? right? I mean, there's a lot of talk about Idris Elba getting the role. That, I heard that about was, that. And that would be rad. I mean, that yeah. would be another, like, and people would be like, blonde hair. He's blonde. Yes, what the? Yeah. But I think he'd do a great job because yes, he's so he crazy he's, smooth. If you watch, yeah, like, Luther so and stuff like that. Stuff. It's like, it's a fictional character. So let a great actor play the made up person. Who would your Lady Bond be? Or who are I they mean, talking about for Lady Bond? I don't Bond? remember. Yeah, I think I haven't it was heard some fan led thing. I mean, it wasn't real, but it was somebody that put a poster together. I can't remember if it was. Um, I can't even imagine who it would be. Gillian like, Anderson? Maybe it was on a poster they did. But I would like. I mean, I would take a. Gillian Anderson, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, Burn. Yeah. How old are these man bonds? No, I, but they're pretty old. Yeah. I I think Gillian Anderson's great. I just old. can't see her doing the Bond stunts where she is now in her life. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to. She just shoots people in the head. That's <laughs> it. Just bullseye each time. How? How? I mean, we. I mean, but granted, it probably get quite the backlash like Ghostbusters did for the Lady Busters. Everybody, yeah. people are upset about Lady Busters. I am just floored that people have enough energy to think this is a problem. That's true. I'm yeah. just kind of like, you want to have a problem with it? Wait till you see it. Then yeah. have a problem yeah. with it. Yeah. But also, like, people freak out but over everything. Yeah. People like, but the Daniel Craig thing when that casting was announced, people were like, oh, I'm going to boycott. That's I would never crazy. see it. Casino Royale came out and was like amazing. And then people were like, oh, he's a great bun. Like, well, of course, to give him a chance. Some of these people in Hollywood, a few of them, know what they're doing. Yeah. Just a couple. <laughs> But there's a chance maybe they're getting yeah. it right. Like, yes. let's give it a shot. I don't know. Mm. Ghostbusters comes out this weekend, right? It's July 15th. So, yeah. like, Their next premiere weekend. is this Saturday, though. That's what I mean. I've been seeing a lot of chatter about ladies, like, really showing up to... To like su- yeah. support and be yeah. like, be, I mean, I feel like I'm going to go see it. Like, oh, I'm yes. very curious about Lady Busters. Yeah. Are you... I, Lyric, I think I'm picking up that you are doubtful. About Lady Busters? Yeah. I'm doubtful. Oh! <gasps> I, I'm just not I because they're ladies. Yeah, no. I, I feel like I'm such a fan of the original yeah. that I'm just very curious, and I think that a lot of previews that have come out, it's been previews like, are bad, and that's the thing where it's like, oh, yeah. it, they're like fine, but it's not like. But they're not bad, bad. They're just the not first great. one. The second one was better, but the first trailer is the worst reviewed trailer in the history <laughs> no, of trailers. I know it's the worst, oh but it's man, angry 
fans. Dorkman. Yes, that's a big portion of it, but also, like, it's, it, it starts out factually incorrect. It says, in 1984, four scientists, no, it was three scientists, okay, so and yeah. Winston, and Winston, who just wanted a job. So like, that's his whole right thing. This is, this I'm just saying, like, part of the problem, you, no, I'm not, because I have no problem <laughs> with it being women, but it's also, like, you already started it badly by making a, a, a factual mm-hmm. statement about the first film. Like, Which it's is incorrect. It's so weird because yeah. it's within the company. Yeah, like, like so that's, who isn't they have to know. Yeah. yeah, but no, I'm very excited. I'm just, like, curious to see yeah. it. And I mean, of course, like, I'm, like, very, I'm curious to see. Leslie Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I'm excited for it. I want. I just want to see which which Hemsworth is it? That's the secretary. Oh, Chris. Gosh. Chris. Chris. People. <laughs> People. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I mean, my whole thing is that it, ever. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to trust Paul Feig, so that's yeah, why I yes. want to like it. But I'm kind of like, if it comes out and the reviews are like bad, then I'll probably just skip and watch it on video or yeah. something. But if it comes out and the reviews are no, decent, then maybe I'll go. To, to go. I feel like I'm gonna. Why do I owe it though? Because if it's a bad movie, see, you go see shitballs for fun all the time. Sometimes I do. Yes. Yes. So make this one one and just at least cast the dice for ladies. Make a make drink. That box go go to the Arc Light. Go to the Twenty One Plus showing at the Arc Light. Get you a nice cocktail. Oh, I feel like that's yeah. what I'm gonna do. Popcorn, a cocktail, milk duds, and I'm gonna be like, we're gonna <laughs> have so much fun watching Ghostbusters. Yes. And I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna give it its energy. I'm gonna be like, Kristen, give me life. And she will. Kate, give me life. I trust Melissa. You give me life. I just want it to. Leslie, I want it to be good. Because like, I also don't want to encourage like them rebooting movies that are basically perfect because I don't see the point yeah. of that. So like I have no problem with these four women doing a film together. I think it's great. I love them all. I just Ghostbusters is basically yeah. a perfect movie and so it's hard I to like you. see anybody it's doing it. If it had been four dudes I would have been like why are you doing that? Or instead of rebooting it just make it a sequel. Make it like a, con- a continuation of a the continuation of I the heard world. originally that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed right. to be like a handing of the Which baton is what it should versus be. like yes. a full reboot. And this is just like yeah. well let's what should we do? We're paranormal activity people. Oh we got to we got to act one it looks it's a like it's just the redoing the whole everything. And I don't see, that's what I don't see a point in. Mm, I see. I feel you. I I If it had been like I, my uncle I be casting my vote with money. My uncle Ray, like if one of them like Acred was their uncle or something in the world. Like Uncle Ray passed this mm-hmm. technology on to me. Yeah. Should we do it? The ghost are like that I would have been more into. Mm. Yeah, Cuz then it's just I a think sequel. That would have been a more fun conceit. But the truth is it's really hard to make movies with an female cast. Or yeah. a vote. And the easiest way, or the most bankable way to a studio, is if it's a reboot or a part of a franchise. So it's like because it's a name people yeah, recognize. And nobody and... wants to take a chance on a new idea. So you better believe, like, talk to writers or anyone. Everyone's everyone wants to make new ideas, but to get the kind of excitement and money behind it, that means that more movies can be made that are not part of a franchise. I mean, I think it is just like you got to show up for the people you like. Yeah. But the world right now has yeah. sequel and reboot fatigue, which oh, yeah. you can tell by the box office receipts right now. Because yeah. Independence Day is doing okay at best, and it's terrible, by the I way. I heard, I just, and I really wanted to go see that. It's really bad. And I read the reviews, and the fact that someone was like, it's not even that it's bad. They were like, it's boring, and it's like two hours. And I was like, I can't sit through... You can I can deal with like bad CGI, but like fun, yeah, action, popcorn. But they said it literally is like 
dry the paint on the walls boring. And oh, I'm like, sometimes it is. There's it's got moments, but overall, like is the leaps in logic are so bad in this one. Like everybody, like I my my point was that everybody seems to be five minutes away from each other, no matter where they are at all times in this mm. film. I'm gonna go check uh-huh. mom out. I'm gonna take a like a, a plane to Chicago. Cut to five minutes later, he's in Chicago. I was like, what? How? Uh-huh. How? Like, I mean, I know I shouldn't be doing that in this thing, but everybody seems to be within five minutes of each other, no matter where they were on the plane. I'm in Paris. Now I'm in <laughs> yeah. in Arizona. I was like, Goldblum. Uh, he's good. Oh. I mean, I love Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff. Me he's too. fine. He's fine. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, Jeff. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, it's just not a Ooh, it's not a good movie. That's an attractive person. He doesn't seem attractive, and then you realize he is. And you meet him, and he's because he's very charming. Mm-hmm. He's very like. Nope. I was literally like. And I had to like turn around, check the premises, and I was like, "You can tell he was like a not even like a ladies' man, probably like in a bad way, but just like the most charming and like effortlessly." No, we saw no, him after a thing. No we were like just having a little moment, and I was like, "I think he's in love with me." Like, it's the kind I of think person- he generally was though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but it's like one of those people that you're like, "Oh my gosh, the charisma." On screen is like a tenth of what of they, what he really like, yeah it's overpowering. What he said to me and like I'll never forget this because like you know you meet people usually and they're just like oh hi how you doing yep. they shake your hand whatever it's fine but I was introduced to him by my, my Dave my Sketchfest partner that was my partner Cole from Sketchfest and he shook my hand and then he like stepped back took his glasses off kind of like, well, like that and then went oh, uh, 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 I'm flabbergasted I'm uh, uh, I'm overwhelmed uh, uh, uh. and then he goes uh, 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 true true or false uh, these these pants that I uh, uh, am wearing uh, tonight is their uh, maiden voyage uh, true or false true or false and I'm like I don't know uh, and he's like no true or false true or false and I was like I don't know true and he goes it is true. It is true. <laughs> I was like, and, oh, okay. You, He's wearing okay. his pants for the first time tonight. <laughs> You're like, and that's why we love you, Jeff. That's right. Just, just met him and I know his it, pants man. status. <laughs> Jeff. He's cool, though. But yeah, all these sequels are not doing great. Legend of Tarzan is doing okay at best, but it costs a bajillion dollars. I don't know I've who wants to see a Tarzan movie I've nowadays. I've seen the billboards, and I'm like, and it's Alexander Skarsgård, which mm. yeah. I know him as Eric Northman from Me True Blood too. as like super blondie. So I was like, what? But so I'm, I'm like very intrigued. I, I would like to just see the bodies in motion, but I'm not casting a vote for it. <laughs> I just don't know. It's a really expensive movie. It's like 180 yeah. million or something, oh. and I don't know why they think anybody wants to see this because like the Tarzan movies were so popular in like the 50s. It was Johnny Weissmuller, and they made yeah. tons of them. But like since then, every time they've tried to reboot. Tarzan, it's not done well. They did a movie with the Casper Van Dien, the guy from Starship Troopers, called uh-huh. like Tarzan Legend of the Lost City or something. I don't remember the exact subtitle. That came out in like the late 90s or whatever. It tanked hard. Like it in John Carter, which is not the same thing, but it's based also mm-hmm. based on Rice Burroughs' books. Like it was a notoriously giant flop a couple of years ago for Disney. So I don't know why they think that there's this built in fan base that's going to come out in droves. Does Neil Collins do the music for this one too? No, no, he does not. <laughs> and even that, at, for a Disney animated oh, movie, yeah, that one just did did fine, I think, but it wasn't a major hit. I just feel like it's so close to Jungle Book. Yeah. That it, I, the billboard was almost like... This again? Did yeah. Jungle Book There's already come out? Book I was like, oh, this is tar- oh, okay. But, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but this is like they're going, let's do Jungle Book again, but... 
the, they don't sing, and they're yeah, it's, and the animals serious. don't talk. Sexed. This is sex. That's the difference. This is grown up jungle book. Is this was a grown jungle book? Yeah, big guy now. And I don't think Skarsgård is grown up. up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mowgli. <laughs> Skarsgård isn't like a movie star yet. Like he hasn't really done that. And Margot Robbie probably will be after yeah, will. Suicide Squad. Yeah, but not until then. So I feel like the timing's bad. Like I think she's kind of. Movie star ish, but I think Suicide Squad mm. is going to be the thing that's going to push Spend her. It. Yeah. yeah, it will be like her Independence Day that Will Smith had. It will be the thing that like people go, oh, Man, she's Smith. great. We were just talking about him the other day out in the patio. <laughs> How his heyday? It's part of your patio Smith discussion series that you have. His because we were talking about the new Independence Day yes. and, and that he doesn't make an entrance until like twenty minutes in in the first film. Like you don't even. Feel that because he's such a big presence in the like. Yeah, it just seems like he's there from the. His uh, there's a photo of him in the new film. <laughs> Spoiler. I was so <laughs> mad with that. I'm like, how you can't? I just feel like you can't do it without. I don't want to hear what happened to him. He could not have died. I don't want to hear that. Did he die? They, there's a line of dialogue early on that says what happened to him. Yes, I don't want to spoil it for the four people that are planning to see it still. But how uh, dare you? Like, remember how <laughs> so exciting mad. when he was a movie star. Yeah, I mean, he's still. I know he's still a movie star level, but like Men in Black and those movies. Yes, just like he. Oh my! When he gosh, owned the summer fun. blockbuster, every yes. summer Will Smith yeah. had a huge yes. movie and was like red carpets were like all oh, him. And he's so charming and hilarious and oh yeah. Now I just watched Concussion on a plane like last Ooh. week, which he's good in, but the movie is like Snooze it's not boring, but it's very serious. It's kind of hard to watch at points because yeah. there's a lot of like I'm going to cut open bodies like kind of things in it because he's. You know, like a corner initially, mm-hmm. um, and Albert Brooks is in it, so I had to see it because he's my, my hero. Yeah. But um, and he's good; like it's a very subtle, like nice. He's like from Nigeria or whatever, mm-hmm. so he's kind of doing that, like I am from Nigeria thing. Like it's yeah. very like the accent. Like I the, felt like it wasn't good. It's fine. Like it's you didn't love it, Vanessa. I don't I must have been in a cranky mood when I saw it. But <laughs> I I felt like it was just so hungry for substance and nominations that mm. it wasn't like a, the story wasn't told that well you know and it was a, a good story but it was just like belabored I thought well, don't say that to Jada I wouldn't I'm scared of her don't do you know Jada? No, but you remember that was one of the main reasons why they oh, started the Oscars so white yeah. because Will didn't get nominated and Jada right. was like how dare they not nominate that him that was so crazy movie. I'll tell you how dare they not because the whole thing is a stupid system it happens every year. It's a popularity but, contest. It's like being voted like funniest person in your yearbook. Like yeah. that's what it is. It's yeah. just the popular kids vote for the popular kids in a sense. Yeah. Like and then the and the, it's a good performance, but it's a subtle performance. Yeah. It's a small performance. So like mm, yeah. it, it's, it's not like screaming. You know, enough, yeah. But I love that everything is finally getting the push it needs for diversity. Like that actually changed shit this year at the Oscars. Yeah. So that's exciting. Like, the Academy makeup is changing all the time. Well, it gets screwed. Like, honestly, I didn't think this year... I mean, yes, this year was it was bad that there's no diversity. But yeah. it was the year before that David Oyelowo did not get a nomination for Selma that I was oh, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, when I was watching, I was like, he's not going to get nominated. He's going to win. Like, I was like, that's yeah. the yeah. best thing I saw that whole year. And, like, he didn't even get nominated. They didn't send a screener out for it. I think that had a lot to do with it because it had just opened and, like, mm. limited release. And I don't think the Oscar voters had gotten out to it. And they didn't put it in their mailbox. So I think that had yeah. a lot to do with it. But still, like... Jesus, like it's one of the best things ever. So that's when I get like more mad about it. Was when somebody like that just gets slighted for what's a phenomenal performance. Ghostbusters gets remade. 
<laughs> I mean, at least I'm on the fence about it. I, have, I know there's a lot of people I know that are like, I will not go to it. I just will not see it. I can't give money to that movie. Oh, I think it'll be so fun. Me too. I'm excited. Let's go have some milk duds. Let's go have some milk duds, popcorn, and I don't know, like a Tito's and soda. Yes. Yes. I will do. <laughs> I will be doing that. So this is completely different. Okay. Did you guys hear about uh, this pubic hair dress that has just been designed? What? I did. Yeah. Sarah Louise Bryant, who previously made a dress out of 3,000 Skittles, mm. uh, she wanted to outdo Lady Gaga's meat dress. So she asked for pubic hair on Twitter and collected it over six months oh, and wow. put this thing together. But you know what? I've seen pictures of said dress. I don't think that's... I don't think it's real. You don't think it's pure pubes? I don't think it's pure pubes. The tufts, I'll pull it up. It's so tufty and full. You think it's synthetic pube fiber? I think it's just material. Yeah. Roughed up like stuffed animals. I would just be like nervous to handle random pubes. Why? What if the pubes aren't clean? (laughs) She said that there's like a thing where she said like I use gloves and yada yada, all sorts of stuff. But like still, it's just. I wouldn't want extra pubes in my house. I just don't buy it. Or my workstation. Look at the density of this thing. I mean, no. Do you know what I mean? That's well, not some of, this, this is a blonde tuft of hair. Yeah, no, there's all these tufts that are like <laughs> so big and no and concentrated. How? And it's like that's who's first of all from I thought build a bear. I'm I'm learning something because first of all I feel like I thought love. like <laughs> I mean some of these are long I know so his pubic first of all his pubic hair is that like that is long where I feel like I could braid it. <laughs> and it's very blonde. You put it in a ponytail or a bun. I mean, I assume. I mean, like that blonde, but that's also, like like highlighted blonde. But the amount of length on some of these, especially that's why the I blonde, blonde really popping. <laughs> so the amount of coincidences that have to add up. There's a woman, Show him a the Nordic tuft. woman. You see the blonde tuft. A that's, Nordic woman has grown her pubes out to braidable length. A Nordic and Nordic woman. And she's on tough. Twitter, and she sees this crawl, and she decides. After growing this magnificent beard, like beard of she will hair. clip it for this lady and send it? I don't think so. I think if you got that, you keep that. Yeah. That's for you. Pube dra- Why is she wearing it? <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Just I... I, my whole thing is like, how do they all stay attached? Like a hundred percent. Is it like, like she st- she gets in her car, she gets out, oh, she's got God. a light interior, just covered oh, in pubes. No. How does it work? Can't go to a restaurant because they'll get health code violations. Are so, well, or, she can wear a giant hairnet. Are some of those gray pubes like are those old like, people pubes? Yeah, the gray and the specific specific tone of red. Maybe she also dyed it. I don't. Oh, know. maybe it she looks died like it. she killed a bunch of Ewoks and my just like God. strung them together. Long. The locks are too long. I don't buy it. I've seen enough pubes in my. Day. <laughs> Or no, yes, I've got a general vibe of what they do, and it's not—it's not this. That's long, or like, what, I'm very intrigued as to where she got the bulk of the pubic harvest from. Oh, here's yeah. another cool picture of her. <laughs> That's when it was just uh, a dream. Just a dream. <laughs> yeah, like look at this. These hairs are. This is chopped up wigs. That's nobody has that. No, that is a long. I've strength. been to the Korean spa. I've seen everything, and <laughs> no one has that. that. I've seen some real That's long length. pubis. That's a it's long real pubis. Long of pubis. What it's is? Long. What? Maybe it's a combo. Maybe there's like it's like seventy five percent pubes and twenty five percent wig to kind of like okay add, to fill it in. Fill it in. Because maybe she was that. like, 
Or maybe that's what she did. Maybe the dress is like a percentage of pubes. So maybe right. it's like wig based, but then she was like, I'm going to mix some pubes in here for mm. fun. And for flavor. To be on edge. Yeah. Well, well I'm pretty congratulations. sure Gaga's like, you can have that girl. Yeah, take that title. I Please. don't want that. There is a lot of different colors, though. It's almost like, yes. a, like a Rubik's pube. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be in the car. Ah. Um, you know, I don't know. It's really just gross in theory. Like, I know it's just like to get attention. And so, like, and you know, we're giving it to her. So it'll be talked about on a, a I'm just thinking about the blonde tuft the long blonde the tuft. long blonde tuft like and that. what untouched like icy white vagina <laughs> produces that because it's blonde it's <laughs> like that woman hair. has only had it's, goat's milk she's not she's, had any food she's had no preservatives <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> she's not seen the sun it is the silkiest it's like <laughs> the, the long blonde tuft sounds like a philip marlowe mystery that's what it's long tuft. she has like targaryen pubic hair <laughs> that's true. It's, just, oh. it's that silver white blonde that's that a targaryen <laughs> khaleesi we need this for a dress <laughs> Felicity's vagina? Yeah, yeah, I think no, so. Well, maybe not. I don't think we have. She was nude a lot we've in earlier seasons. But but we've never seen vagina. But usually, when you see the butt the way you see it, you would be able to see the length. If there is no, um, I don't. From what I remember, there is no tubs because I feel like yeah. you remember. Yeah, you'd I be think like, so Ooh, too. HBO cut that, but <laughs> it was just like, oh, okay, HBO great. HBO went too far. <laughs> in the, in the character they design. Didn't <laughs> shave her. They put extensions on. Oh, to make it like... Maybe yeah. she had, like, pubes, but then they killed them off, because that's what they do on that show. That's oh. true. <laughs> oh, you were still in it. You watched oh, it till the end. yes, You I two watched. can talk about that. I tapped <laughs> out. When did you tap out? After I had a baby. It's too dark. It's like... Oh, yeah. I, it's was, pretty dark. You know, they're putting a baby in the ice and, like... The baby's screaming as they go away, and I Girl, was like, I, I'm done. You I'm lucky gonna, you tapped out go. when you did, because it got real, Well, I've real overheard most of it from seasons. the other room while John uh. watches it at full volume. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just 100 <laughs> it's, it's gotten good. It's gotten mm-hmm. good. I feel like this last season, I don't want to spoil too much in case people who are not caught up yet, but like... This was the season of fan service, I think. Yes. Because things that you wanted to have happen finally happened. Instead of what it did in a lot of the earlier seasons, like, oh, you want that thing to happen? That person dies. That person dies. Yeah. Fuck you, listeners. Like, that's their watchers. Like, we that's kind of what they do. With the dragons? There's a big, I mean, the whole season is just a pillow the, the fight. Dragon. Oh. I just want another book. Because I've also read all, all the books. Up? Oh, I yeah. I read, read the, I read the book. books a couple years ago. But so they're deviating like, like crazy now. I know. But I'm still... I would love to know where... Because he still, like, told them the major plot points. So, like, the big stuff is still, like, what George wants to do. Yeah. So, I'm like, I need another book, George. Any day now. He better do it. I need another. Because they're, they're slowing production down, too. And, like, the and seasons are going to be shorter. And yeah. They're, like, cutting down on the episodes. Yep. They're trying. They're giving him every chance in the world to get these damn books done. But it seems that all he wants to do is go to like conventions and. I know he. Sh- I mean, I get it. Live your life, but right. don't start something you can't finish. Yeah. Especially when you get people hungry for it. It's yeah. Even though I mean, I guess I don't blame him since the books came out a while ago yeah. and, and they got popular like a- super late. So he probably had ten years in him where he was like, "Does anybody want the next book?" Anybody and care? Like, right. Ow. And now we <laughs> now love it. Crank, making him crank them out. Yeah. But, did you read Fantasy Don't Growing Up? 
Uh, yeah, I used to read every like just anything I could get my hands on. I, I read yeah. it all: Fantasy, Essence, National Enquirer. <laughs> <laughs> those are the three main. Uh, those are genres. three main genres that See, I, I never read those books, but I read a lot of fantasy books when I was like in junior high. Like the Xanth yeah. series by Piers Anthony was a big thing for me. All the C.S. Lewis books, the Narnia mm-hmm. books. Um, yeah, I, I read a lot of the Oz books. Like I loved all those. Oh. See, I first got into it when I was like a nugget, nugget. I want to say I was like in the third grade when like Goosebumps was big, and so oh, that's yeah. when I really like. I mean, would just eat books. And you remember those like special edition? Oh yeah, I remember oh. Give Yourself Goosebumps. I had oh. all of the uh, oh, and then the Fear Street, signed, <laughs> the Fear those Street. dirty ones. That was like- I had a dirty one, and I didn't know it was dirty. It was oh, my one God. called Superstition. Did you read that one? I don't know. Mm. I, they all had like moments where there was like. And People I go grabbing butts, and yeah. I was always like, "Whoa!" I bought, I rented this from the library as a kid because I read all the Goosebumps, all the Fear Street saga. Give yourselves <laughs> like I had like read everything, and so then I assumed I was like, "Oh, this is R.L. Stein. It's superstition, great." And there's like a vivid sex scene, and then like someone gets like their back broken, and I was like, "Mom, what? What the? What book is some this? of those books? Those creepy uh, kind of cheap books when you're growing up, and you're like, oh, that was like cheap bad books I was reading. They really stick with you though.'" <laughs> Yep. There's one about like the madrigals, these singing girls, and I mean I say really stupidly and then I can't remember anything, but it was like a creepy like good sister, bad sister, oh. creepy darkness that I really got in my head. <laughs> I read it too young to read that kind you of thing. You were too young. Yeah. Well, and even like, you know, Roald Dahl, who wrote a lot oh, of great yeah. but dark yeah. children's books, he wrote some adult novels too. There's one called My Uncle Oswald, I think is the title of it, oh, where yeah. it's like about, it takes place in like the early 1900s or whatever, and it's about somebody like, they want to harvest sperm from all the greatest minds in the world to like then sell to people. Then you, so, so it's like this guy who's going around the world with this, like the sexiest woman in the world to seduce these famous people like, you know, Van Gogh and like, or whatever. Ah. So it's like, it's every chapter is like her seducing somebody else who's Making like super people. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I'm going to go sleep with Einstein to get his sperm. And he was this but way. Wait, Hemingway was this way or whatever. She gets the sperm. They like, I don't know. They bottle it up and freeze it and then so they sell later. it to people. Scoop it oh. out. So sell it to people that like want to have like Hemingway was the father yeah. of my child, like that kind of thing. That that's so random. It reminds me of this is so dumb. This story that I'm reading on this one blog that I read <laughs> about this man in New York called the Sperminator, oh. and he's calling himself this. He's like his and he's married, but he has like I think twenty something children that he's meeting like lesbians in bathrooms. And, like, either have sex with them or giving them sperm, but, like, all these women have his baby, and his wife just came out, and she was like, I am not okay with this. And they're like, <laughs> she didn't want to out about it later. Oh, my god. And she gosh. was like, we have three kids of our own, and I'm not okay with this. And he was like, I got to give it. Got to give it. Sorry. What blog are you reading? It's, it's Bossip. Bossip? short for black gossip. Bossip. <laughs> I got to check out Bossip. He's called the sperm. He's in New York, and he's like, and he's like an attractive man. And I mean, you'd have to be all these. And it's like to lesbian couples that like want to have kids or like women who Has are he just been putting like, ads out. I think he did Craigslist because he did somewhere where it was like the floodgates opened, where oh. he was just like <laughs> bathroom walls all over the town. And just yeah. bathrooms. Like I was oh, like, at least Terminator to my house. If yeah. I'm gonna have like let you give me your sperm for yeah potential human making. You can come to my house. We don't have to meet a Target. Oh, <laughs> a Target bathroom. Oh, the beginning of uh, a beautiful. It would never life. work because they're always cleaning those bathrooms. That's what it feels like to me. Whenever they I need are. to use one at a Target, always. it's always There's being always cleaned. There's always a fan in there. There's yeah. always. I'm like, why is it constantly wet? 
<laughs> being clean. Yeah, because I don't get it. You gotta have a photo shoot in there. That's true. It's That's good true. to have your hair blowing. You know. Maybe they, they, you can't actually use them. Maybe it's like a secret passageway to like I don't know oh, Hogwarts like, or something. Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh boy. Ah. <laughs> oh boy. So okay. So the two of you uh, are buddies from Groundlings. Yeah. You did Sunday Company. That's right. Um, when did you first start doing sketch and improv? When did that start for you? Ooh. Um. I want to say like hardcore sketch and improv, probably like in college by accident because my degree is in theater um, and I went to Syracuse, but there the training is like very Tartuffe, Shakespeare, Molly, like it's like yeah. very classical. And one day somebody was sick for a class and they brought in the teacher to teach us clown acting, which is basically like very, like a fundamental thing of improv. Yeah. And I did that for one day and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And that was like it. And so then I graduated and then I really didn't start doing anything until I moved out here. But like... But you moved right from graduation out here, didn't you? No, I went um, by my mom for a year in Minnesota oh, to right. save money, which I wasn't. Like I was right. like spending and going out. And so then my mom told me, she was like, before your stomach starts to crack like mine, you should just move. And I was like, what is that Okay. Mean? Yikes. Gotta go. Great. But then I left. But yeah, so yeah, I would probably say like in college, but I'd always done like children's theater, mm-hmm. which is great. It yeah. Like, it was like that kid. Oh, yeah, I did a lot of that growing up, too. So. You're in good company, yeah. It's like, if you're a boy, you did Oliver. If you're a girl, you did Annie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, summer theater camp was the way to go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And then did you know about Groundlings when you came out here? I did. Like, was that I on your radar? I found you? out because, obviously, for like, like everyone else, I watched like Mad TV and like yep. SNL. And even, like, I used to watch and Live in Color as, like, a kid, which, looking back, I'm like, it was very inappropriate for me to be watching that when it was on, because I was, like, five. Yeah, but you can't tell. I mean, I watched I, that I, stuff, too. I watched it with like my so mom. Me head. and my yeah. mom used to watch it. And so, like, she, I'm sure, was like, she don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you took from it was, homie, don't play that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's you would take at but, that age. Um, but I basically, because I, I knew that I didn't want to go to New York and do, like, Broadway yeah. right away. Like, I was, like, I wasn't the singer-dancer, or at least mm. not serious. And so I was like, oh, but I want to act and can't figure it out. So I started to basically go through it. people from SNL that I liked, which happened to be alum from the theater. And yeah. so I just was like, okay, what did Will Ferrell do? What did they do? And they all were like, oh, they trained at the Groundlings. Yeah. And so when I moved here, I was like, oh, I guess I had no other thing. But like, I guess I'll just go there because like, <laughs> that's what they did. But like, that was it. And it worked, honey. <sighs> It's true because like I mm. I remember when I was in college I came down for a weekend with my buddy Josh because we were like thinking like one day we'll move to LA and we'll do Groundlings and we saw one of the shows it might have been Sunday Company and it was like um, Mike McDonald and Chris yeah. Parnell like doing sketches now that like got onto Mad TV like Stuart he was mm. doing those back then yeah. and that kind of stuff too and be like oh yeah that's what the, that's where they grabbed all that stuff yeah like, it's a crazy breeding ground for like ideas and the muscles you have to flex I mean I feel like no show you ever work on will be as hard as what you've already done at Groundlings. No. Or as demanding, at least. No. Um, I'm so excited for Mad for you. Oh, thank Who you. Who all have you gotten to work with so far? Or just got, gotten to meet, basically? Because um, you guys are at the very beginning of this yes. journey. We start shooting tomorrow. Yeah. But I got to meet Sasso, who is the nicest guy and, like, so amazing. Mm. And Nicole Sullivan, who's, like, super sweet. And Bobby Lee. Oh, cool. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I can't. And I've already, I mean, I met Michael through the theater. So, yeah. like, I've done gas shows and stuff like that with yeah. him. But, um, yeah. But those three, I've met, like, in the table reading and like 
And do you have stuff? I don't know how the writers' room works. Are you allowed to pitch stuff or bring stuff from Groundlings? Yes, yeah, we are, and it depends because like. The interesting thing I'm learning now is that a lot of stuff that super works at the Groundlings because it is a live audience and because the stage we have is like a lot of stuff there doesn't necessarily translate right away to cameras and TV. Yeah. So that's been interesting. Just, you know, having stuff that I wrote on Sunday and being Mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to do this. But then being like, oh, how can we work this for the stage? Right. TV. But yeah, it's like completely open door where I've been pitching my face off. Oh, awesome! To all the writers and like our head creative guy and just re- anything like I'm like driving and writing and it's at Hollywood Center Studio. So like whenever I'm around oh, here, I just go in there anytime and I'm like, okay, I got this idea. Like let's, <laughs> it's because they're probably like by lyric. We, we get it. We get it. Have you ever thought about just like plants? I don't know, just passing through, but... Just passing through, I just think I'd like to be a woman that's really into the color green. Uh, all right. Or not, you told me what you got. It. Gotta go. Osmosis, okay, there we go. What is that about? <laughs> what is it? And they're just like, we, we get it, Larry. No, but everyone's like, great, and it's like, so many, like, I mean, it's the old, like, showrunners and everything, and like, a lot of the writers wrote on the original show, which is comforting, because I'm like, they already know exactly what... Yeah. To, you know what I mean? To bring it, it isn't like everything is brand new, which is nice. And much like SNL, like a lot of people don't realize the extent of the alumni from Mad TV because oh, a lot of people are like, yeah. yeah, like people like like Dan Oster who are mm-hmm. friends with was like, oh, he was on, yeah, he was on Bronger, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, Phil Martin, people like that yeah. we knew, but like just just people that were on for like a season or half a season or whatever, it's just crazy to think of the amount of people that have worked on that show. It's, yeah, it's really, cool. it's a pretty amazing. And the fourteen years that they were like on, which is crazy yeah i'm glad too that they have so much of the same team coming back Mm -hmm. because it is a really specific tone and it's like you don't want just the name to get slapped onto a sketch show it has to feel like Mm -hmm. it makes sense yeah i'm really excited to see it and already it's it's like it's so good and like stuff is so funny and i'm just like you guys really took their time to like make sure it was the same voice of the original show which Uh. is even like the we shot our opening credits and the guy who shot the opening credits for every other season for the old show shot these and it was just even that like yeah. I was like they went back and got the guy who shot the pilot episode and like to do this which to me I was just like this like okay there was, you, know, you want to do it right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it I can't wait do you know the date yet the air date July 26th. July 26th. Tuesday at 9 p.m. Woo! On the CW. And then will you just be recording every week? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's... Is there a live studio yes. audience? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so So fun. there's the mix of the live. Yeah. Like, I know they're building the studio now. So great. Is it... Is, I'm assuming that they're not going to do a dress with an audience, or are they? Is it um, just going to be straight recording? I, it might just be straight, because I think we're doing two a day. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it'll just be like back to back, Oof. which will be insane, yep. but like so fun. <laughs> yeah. But it'll almost be like doing two Sunday shows back to back, I feel like, where it'd be like, okay, start this over. And more people helping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Someone of in like, charge of the props. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like everyone just like naked and running. All oh the my time. God. Yeah. But those are the good days. Those are the good days. <laughs> those are the good days. Naked and running. <laughs> well, another good name for a book. It's naked true. and running. Yeah. The blonde tuft and naked, naked and running. We come up with two book titles, guys. Heck, you could do naked and running, Colin. The, the nightmare. The <laughs> history of the Growling Sunday Company. And then just do oh. chronicling or that whole thing. And oh. you can find pictures of almost everyone naked, naked and running. running. Yeah. Jared helping me with my boobs, which was the best memory <laughs> of like, I had no time. And I was like, tape them. And he it's just me like this and him 
just in there, like, oh my god, tape like setting them in, and I'm like, okay, great, <laughs> and then just running on stage. And I'm like, poor Jared, him. just is like caught in the middle of like. Fix my boobs. And, he, and then it's just in the wake afterwards, just standing there like, what happened? What sketch is this? <laughs> Let's do first. We okay. do this every podcast, a different first from life. Uh, what was the first clothing item you owned that you loved and wore the crap out of? Oh, it were these these jeans from Aeropostale. Oh, yeah. I remember that was cool. They were big, and I wore them so much. Because you know how girls, the thighs, the inner thighs rub together. <laughs> where I had gaping holes in between my thighs. I could put like my whole fist through them and I wore them, I think in, through college in Syracuse, like the whole year because the butt fit fantastic. <laughs> you had, but you wore them with the holes in the thighs? Yes. <laughs> like, that's danger zone. I know. And it was too cold. <laughs> it was just it was Much too cold, but I love them. Nice. How about you, Vanessa? What was yours? Well, that just brought back a lot of the Aeropostal <laughs> memories of a few items I really liked from there. But I'll take it way back when I was like in first grade, my mom made a lot of my clothes or like embellished mm-hmm. the clothes. And I got to say, it's not super fun to have a mom that does that a lot of time. You're like, this shirt has a huge bow on it. Like even as a little kid, you're like, oh gosh, this bow's a bit much. But she made me one that was like with puffy paint and pom-poms. It was a gumball machine. Ooh, and it was like filled with gumball pom-poms. And like just getting to wear that and like pick at the pom-poms during class. Yeah, And then feel the hot glue. It was, that was good. And the so, puffy paint. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, a, that was definitely a fave. Nice. Good to hear your answer, Cole. I think it was, I mean, I'm sure I had stuff early on that I just don't really remember. But like in sixth grade, I had a denim jean jacket that I wore all the time. But I also wore jeans. I had the double denim going. You know, Roger Rabbit t-shirt. Oh, nice. Roger Rabbit t-shirt. Really represent. Babes everywhere. (laughs) Got a lady in every class. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was probably it. I mean, I definitely wore like, I mean, when you get to high school and stuff too, that was back when everybody wore baseball caps all the time. So I had a hat like that was actually like a Warner Brothers hat. In school, yeah. My school, well, every guy did. Could we? I don't remember if we could wear hats. We could not wear hats. But because I, I feel like I remember hats. Yeah. So maybe we could. Well, hats have always been around. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is a specific moment of hats. <laughs> I've been remembering hats lately. <laughs> Ooh. What if it was like I was wearing a fez every day? No, it was a baseball cap. Oh. Um, I definitely wore that like every day. It had like I think it had the Animaniacs on it. Yeah, because oh, it's hardcore yeah. for the streets. Knowing yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's do a build a movie. Okay. We do these every once in a while. The three of us together are going to build a movie. There's no budgetary. Constraints. There's okay. no time period constraints. So, like Miley Cyrus and Humphrey Bogart could be in it. Whatever you want to do. Mm. We know you're a big fan of Jurassic Park. Yes. Uh, as am I. That's one of the things I had in high school. Was like the giant red shirt with the mm-hmm. T Rex head on it. That had the little Jurassic Park in the corner. Um, so, Jurassic World was a huge hit. And so, I know they're already working on a sequel. But let's build our own sequel to that. If we were to build the Ooh. next installment in the Jurassic Park world thing, where do we want it to go? Who do we want to be in it? Jurassicverse. It's in space. Jurassicverse. All right. In space. Mm-hmm. I immediately thought of Helen Hunt. I don't oh know why. yeah. <laughs> All right. No, she can. Yeah. be great. She's an astronaut that's been on this planet for a while, trying to see if humans can live there, and they're not sure yet. Like because pollution's getting worse and worse. Yes. So they're testing it out with dinos. Yes. Yes. Oh, and it's like the ultimate vacation experience because you know how that's like. What Jurassic Park is always trying to provide yes. this like ultimate experience is like now you go in a spaceship 
And you get to see the dinosaurs. But do they even get to the planet? Because do the dinosaurs get out <gasps> on the spaceship on the oh, way to the planet? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens. They can't grow them there. Even though they built an enclosure. And their, their whole thing is sort of like the whatever that stuff was in the first movie that they, like, oh, they can't lysine. lysine yeah. Because of the lysine thing. They're like, oh, well, they can't breathe the atmosphere on Mars. So should they escape their enclosure there, they'll just die. Right. So we don't have to worry about that. So that's what they're thinking. But, yeah, they got to get them up there. They got to get them up there. And they, the ship is a big ship. Because, I mean, oh, it's, it's huge. dinosaurs. But it also has a small team of scientists. Um, yes. A tech got- nerd. I don't know who's going to be that Who's person. that tech? Now, I feel like we have to bring back Ian Malcolm. I'm sorry. Oh. Jeff Goldblum has to come back. Yep. Open shirt. Of sweating <laughs> from the top of the movie. <sighs> and I, I'm sure on the trailer, they'll, it'll show him go, uh, uh, dinos in space. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Which is a bad idea. Yes. And then, yeah. And that's the trailer. Everybody <laughs> gets called into it. Maybe, um, uh, we need a good, like, space personality. We need a good, like, this one person that's just there for the the ship, you know what I mean? What about, oh no. And like he thinks the dinosaurs is, is much more curmudgeon than than... Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. I was just oh, going to say yeah. Billy Bob because of Armageddon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Finally give him his space the legs. Ship, yeah. Let, go. Let that man fly. That's right. So yeah. he's up there, Helen Hunt's up there too. Um, uh, and P.S., can't you already see the chemistry between those two? Yes, I think I could. It's unwilling. Mm-hmm. She's divorced. She's very bitter about it. She, is. she hates men. And guess what? He's a rolling stone, honey. He's never found a woman that could tame him. And now together under the in space, mm-hmm. having to survive the dinosaurs. Yeah, watching her deal with a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. That's a turn on. I'm, okay, I'm ready. That's a turn on for a single man. So Goldblum's up there, but so is Gina Davis. We're reuniting those two. Yes. Whoa. From Earth Girls Are Easy, because now they're in space. What's she doing? Um, other she's, than being oh, an Olympian, she's, she's, she's on the Exorcist reboot TV show that Jenny did casting no, for. No, I mean in the um, in the, in the, the, the station. Yeah. Oh, she's in the kitchen. She's the a head chef. She's making all the she's dino head, food. Yes, and the people food. She's sparing no expense. Yeah, she's a but chemical I, engineer too, so she understands that needs to go on this food for the dino. Oh, day, so. that's right. Yeah. Now we need like a young person. Like yeah. it's that young tech. I feel like the tech person would be like young. Oh, what about Donald Glover? Oh, okay. Thoughts? Sure. I like Donald Glover. He played kind of a science nerd in The Martian, so maybe mm-hmm. like that oh, could, yeah, could go I that route. The Martian. Maybe that's what actually made me think of it. Because um, I liked him in that. I want to make this a full cast. I also want to add, just to take it all the way back, I mean, I love a good Sam Neill. I want to put oh, him back in space. Yeah. And because he did that space movie after Jurassic. Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw that for the first oh, time like a month horrific. ago. And it's crazy. Should it be Jurassic Horizon? Instead oh. of Jurassic <laughs> Burst. <laughs> I can see posters for that. So wait, what happens on this? The dinos? Well, they're taking them up to the planet, and it's only a few of them. And there's a handful of, there's a handful of each species, and then yes. they're going to be able to breathe from there. So there's like one giant enclosure, of course, that's a T-Rex in it. And then the raptors, raptors are ready to go. Oh, and the um, Helen Hunt snuck on one she wasn't supposed to, her little pet project. It's like, yes, she has like a hybrid. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now, hybrids always mess it up. Yeah. Learn that. So they, they, and she also, too, has she knows the mix, but no one else knows the concoction mm-hmm. of what dinosaurs she's made. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I think they could. I mean, I'm into them getting out mid-flight. They have to, right? Because that's like they don't. And like 
And is anywhere on the ship strong enough to hold them off? I don't know. And it's being bankrolled by an eccentric billionaire or whatever yes. that, James, that James Cromwell is going to play. And, yeah. he, and he, of course, part of it is like, my nephews have to go up because there always has to be kids. Yeah. Always. So Who are the kids. Um, we always go fannings. We're going to get stay away from the fannings this time. I want to go back in time. What's her name? Abigail. Abigail Breslin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But from old school. Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Like yeah. her. That's a good. She's like sweet. Okay. Her and uh, Macaulay Culkin back in those days. Yeah. And, They're up together. Um, what's his name? Who I want? Sweet old. Elijah? Oh, no. But that would be a good choice. I was thinking uh, Opie. Ron, Ron Howard. Baby ah, Ron, Ron Howard. Just like so sweet. Yeah, just like hiding up and just peeking out <laughs> stuff. Uh-oh. Peeking through the, the steel Trying door. Trying friends with the dinos. That's him. He's oh. a lover. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he is kind of, he ends up saving the whole thing somehow. Yes. Because he's been like learning about them. Everybody yeah, he's sort of like Tim in the first thing. movie. He knows everything yes. about the dinosaurs. Yeah. And again, I think if, Sam Neill comes back as Grant. I think he just mm. should be Grant and Malcolm. I think Grant, once again, is very just skeptical of children. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't yeah. want to be with the children again. Yep. And, you know, I think that he also now, he really dislikes dinosaurs like he did in three. I think yeah. he's a burned man. It makes sense. And Malcolm, but they get them up. Now, how they get them to sp- maybe they get them to space because they wanted to make sure it was done right. Yeah, and they're excited that it's going to be because if this works, then it's they will not be on Earth anymore. And yes. that's their mission is to get them off, off of Earth. Earth. Right, even going crazy. Yeah. And of course, Chris Pratt has to be in it at the beginning at least, and he gets Chris killed Pratt. off in the first like twelve minutes. <gasps> he's like okay. he's the one like that realizes something's wrong, and he goes in and he yeah. saves the kids somehow, but he oh, gets he yeah. gets eaten by something. He's like the nice guy, yeah, yeah. and he thought this would work. Yep. Again. He, thought he thought I'd be able to doing the put moves. up the stop signs. I'm doing the, the stop signs <laughs> right. to the raptors. And it doesn't. Because that's a crazy thing that would work on a raptor. That they would just be like, cool. Oh, we'll right. wait. Oh, I had no idea you wanted me to wait. Forgive me. <laughs> oh. Uh, but what happens at the end? Do they crash onto the planet? I mean... Uh, maybe they get to the planet. Like They maybe... end up jettisoning like some of them into space and then they die that yes. way. Yes. <laughs> they just shoot him off Who the ship. Who dies? People or dinos? No, the dinos. dinos. And maybe they get to the planet, and I, I mean, I don't mind a cliffhanger like thing where maybe oh. Dr. Hammond lied to them all along, and maybe the oh. dinosaurs were already on this Ooh. little planet, and or- they land, and they're just like, chilling, bro. Helen, uh, Helen, Hunt's, Helen Hunt's, Helen Hunt's pet project. She puts a couple eggs in an escape hatch, and she's went onto the planet. And so, as the after the credits roll, you, the camera does a slow pan yes. down, and you see the eggs, and then and it's hovering it's, because it's hatching in it's air. It's hatching in air, and then oh, so you know that's that gonna, epic. Oh, and then we'll know that we'll know in our minds that because they've hatched. Like this, they'll be able to survive. Yeah, they'll be yep. space because no. life finds a way. Life finds oh. a way. Yeah, this is a film. <laughs> it is Jurassic yeah, first. Jurassic first. Yeah, I think that's probably the way to do it. Yeah. Um, sweet. Okay, Good job. I have questions for you. See, si, Senorita. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? No. Mm. Would you rather go into <laughs> Jurassic? I'm like, oh. I, I, now I'm like, oh, I wish I would have. It's a small return on investment <laughs> question, but occasionally. Uh, would you rather go into Jurassic Park? You get to pick the time or the you know iteration of Jurassic uh-huh. Park, or own your own singular dino of any type. Oh, 
you, oh. you know what? Maybe I would own one, like a little sweet one. But then I don't want to keep like them in copy? captivity. Yes, like a compi, even though they're poisonous. Yeah. Well, maybe you have one that just I'm, knows you're its mama, and so maybe. come back and visit. Yes, because I don't know if I'm about going into the park. Yeah, because it always goes bad. It always goes. And I'm not about that. I don't have time. <laughs> but yeah, maybe like owning a little, very sweet one that it knows I'm its mama, and I treat it well. I can have a huge house and land for it to run on. You know, dog. Its best friend is a dog. Is a dog. Yes, That's like the cute. cheetah and the dog yeah. that live together mm-hmm. in San Diego. Compi and little Maltese run the planes. Do you watch yes. uh, Unlikely Animal Friends ever on Netflix? Yes. It's so good. Yes, it's like, I oh, love Catherine, it. Who? And, and like a little meek little thing. Yeah, and then it'll be like a donkey and a cheetah. It's just a great mixes. And they love great. each other. They love each other. Yes. <clears throat> okay, would you rather be uh, a pile of mulch or a wood chipping machine? Much better. Much better. Which one would I want to be? Um, you know what? I'd probably be. Oh no! Because wood chipping machines break down. But they're more powerful. than They are very powerful. But pile of mulch is like just be chilling. Yeah, you'd be judging people. I'd be judging. <laughs> I'd be chilling. I mean, I'd probably be shat on though. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? But then, if as a wood chipping machine, I wouldn't want to be responsible for like the wrong things being chipped by me. Oh, you got a good conscience. Yeah, if you're thinking about it and people putting bodies in you, you'd be like, what? I'd be real sad. Mm. Yeah. I guess I go, much bad. Much bad. Much bad. <laughs> You've angered a wizard. Oh, oh, no, actually, he changed his mind. You pleased him. Something you did pleased a wizard. And he's giving you two things that could be a reward. You get to pick. Oh, I gave this a horrible setup. <laughs> That's fine. No, it doesn't work. Uh, but the wizard has given you a more specific thing. Uh, you can body hop into any one pop star. Oh. And perform one song. As them? As them. Like, you have their yeah. vocal ability, you have their dancing ability. Uh-huh. You, but you, Lyric, get to have the complete enjoyment of the experience. Uh-huh. Who do you pick? Oh. And what do you perform? Um... Meanwhile, they're living in your body being lyric. Oh, you know what? The first answer that came to mind, I think, ooh, I, don't, I think I would body hop into, I would have to body hop into Beyonce. It was almost Ugh. Nicki Minaj, but Beyonce, be, and I would, I would love to do single ladies and just like dance. Oh, no, all she's, she's such a dancer and such a great singer and just like such a performer that I would love for just three minutes to pretend that I can dance really good. Did you see that thing she did on the BET Awards with yes. Kendrick with the no. wa- in the water? Oh. No. It's pretty badass. Oh. She, she looked that up. She's bad. So I would definitely hop Beyonce and get to single live la- elite, Yeah. I, I would love a medley of just all there the greatest yeah. things. Yeah, really all. pushing it. I mean, I know I'm Meanwhile, milking Meanwhile, Beyonce is, is just chilling with Ben. She's at the house with Ben <laughs> in Sherman Oaks. Like she's like, cool, I'm in this the valley. Like, <laughs> <laughs> huh. Beyonce's never been to the valley. Um, <laughs> now, your final question. Just, your final question is called wigging out. What are the qualities you look for in a good wig? What wig would look good on me? And what kind of wig would look good on Cole? Oh, yes. Okay, so the qualities I look for in a good wig are soft. Mm. I feel like I love a good soft. It can't be too hard. Um, 
But yeah, soft, and I would say... Um, Lyric had a great sketch about wig choices and, wig op- choice. and options yes. in Sunday. Just soft, um, for the most part. Oh, soft, and has like the little tightening bands in the back. Because you'd be surprised oh. some of them don't have them, and it's very weird. But a soft wig, tightening bands in the back. You, my lady, mm-hmm. a good wig. I, I mean, I think you are gorgeous in like long wigs. I have a very mm-hmm. long, luxurious, like old, I feel like 70s type oh, of like yeah. Farrah Fawcett, like a big feathered wig like that. Nice. Oh, I, I think it would be gorgeous I need to you. invest in some real Or fires. colored hair wigs like that, this new phase of like pastel, so like I oh, think like yeah. a turquoise or like lavender or like a light pink. I would just have to put so much makeup on. But I think it'd be so pretty though. Oh, I think you're right. I mean, well. I asked you. I've got to take your word for it. I think for you'd it. wear it well. You, my <laughs> girl, I think you would do well with, I would say either like very short and sp- spiky like almost like our wigs from uh, oh yeah 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 uh, they're kind of like Joan Jettish the ones from uh, Peter and the Wolf or whatever that crazy no the Dubla uh, the German one yeah that's it. what I'm thinking because isn't oh. that where the guts were being pulled out or is that a second no, one no that was a different one the <laughs> one where we had the baby and were shot today oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that wouldn't look good on it. That would look great. <laughs> I was in a very, very specific wig in mind, but it would look all, It's like short and spiky, different highlighted haircut, like like blonde and mm-hmm. like brown, or there was a burgundy one, which oh, was also, yeah. I think, would be great on you. Or also, like, I think even like very just, just like, like a black a, bowl cut. A, a, I was going to say very like blunt bang, <laughs> but like just very like kind of severe. Oh, yeah. But fun. Or I would, I, you know, I love wigs. I do. Um, like a, a very proper man, like from a, <laughs> our early days as a young country, like oh, the like the oh. billowy, like those, like George Washington, like wig. a white, oh, the white, yes, like a very like distinguished. You're going to a meeting, wig? yes, like you're a judge wig, right? <laughs> that, would be a, that is the next phase of hipsters. I'm calling it now. Is <laughs> people wearing those like Parliament wigs? Yes, and then they're just scruffy little skinny old bodies hanging out. Out of a parliament wig, getting coffee, <laughs> and like being angry like, at people. I cannot people go in Blue like, Bottle anymore. Okay, I need to have pure, <laughs> fresh, cold root coffee <laughs> from Colombia right is now. Is my ribbon still in? Is my, please let, and it's like the ribbon is just like also like plaid. Oh like yeah, the, Everything gross. is like together. Oh. Ride my fixie to pick up my judge wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Well, he made it all the way through, Lyric. Thank Boom. you. He really did it. So, guys, watch the Mad TV revival. Yes. Uh, July 26th, 9 p.m., CW. Yes, yes, yes. And how else can people find you? Um, I'm snapping now. Oh, girl, snapping. I'm starting to snap now. It's still very young in the process of all of this. But What's your snap name? I think it's just Lyric Lewis. Oh, that's fun. Lyric Lewis, you can <laughs> easily find me. But, yeah, I'm snapping. I'm doing funny faces. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, you can Instagram me, Lyric D. Lewis. Ooh. You can find me on Twitter. Lyric said, wah, but with three A's on three the wah. Three A's, guys. Three no, A's. No T. Just wah. That makes sense. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to find you all those ways and in real life. <laughs> find me all the ways. Yeah. And at the following address of these times. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, don't, don't tell Unless them that. Let's all go buy wigs together. Yeah, right. yeah and then watch Ghostbusters and eat some Yeah, garbage. and eat, yes. Or raisinets are great with mm. popcorn. I haven't had a raisinette in years. I I have them every time I go to the Wait, movies. Wait, are they covered in yogurt or covered in chocolate? Chocolate. chocolate. And you oh. mix it in with the buttered popcorn, girl. Oh, that's 
was a rich snack. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my calories. So like, I'm like, oh, this was my dinner, so I can't have anything else tonight. Yes. Uh, we're on the Twitter, too. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Lurk. Bam. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.